This is Viewpoint Vancouver, and I'm Gord Price. We're back with three quick questions, actually not so much quick as unusual. Rather than your typical political stuff, we're going to give you questions that give you some more insight into the people who are running for civic office this year. We have John Cooper with us. John, tell us, uh, who are you and what are you up to? Hi, Gordon. John Cooper. Yes, I'm running for the mayoralty uh, job in 2022 in October and uh, representing the NPA. And uh, looking forward to that and things are starting to get rolling here. Well, here's a question for you, John. I know you are a guy who loves Vancouver. So when do you remember first falling in love with the city? And uh, on the other hand, being most pissed off with it. Well, that that's that's easy, but it wasn't so much. It was sort of an evolution because I was born here. So, you know, I grew up in Vancouver and, and I was very fortunate in that my father was worked for the Vancouver Park Board for 42 years. And he was quite involved in the development of our park system. So as a young fellow, I got to see behind the scenes as things like the Stanley Park Railroad were built, uh, Van Dusen Botanical Gardens, um, the Conservatory in Queen Elizabeth Park, uh, Vanier Park, those types of things. I got, I was there when the equipment was moving rocks and that around. And so it was very exciting for me because that was a period of pretty big growth in Vancouver and some really great parks and public amenities. And the thing I think that, that really got me the most was my father was the first director of the Bloedel Conservatory. So when it opened in uh, 1969, I wasn't really worried about the plants or anything that was inside. It was like a spaceship at the top of Vancouver. And if you recall, that was the year of the moon landing. So there was a kind of a feeling, you know, as I was 13 at that time, that was an exciting time, 1969. You know, in July was the moon landing and the conservatory opened in December. So that was pretty, you know, foundational for me and and, and pretty exciting. And, and uh, that's... Uh, and I think also, you know, I do a lot of, you know, we would go fishing and, uh, you know, Jericho Beach, swimming in the pools, great city to grow up in. And and um, I remember, you know, this was a time when uh, kids weren't very supervised. And uh, my best friend and I actually rode our tricycles from 27th and Collingwood over to Caresdale and back with no adult supervision. <laughs> so I think... You, you really got a lot. There was a lot of freedom in the city at that time, and certainly the um, uh, what we would call the bush, but is now considered Pacific Park. Great place to grow up as a youngster. Okay, John, but something must have pissed you off about the city. Well, what? Yeah, how? This is this is a story. So it all it's all linked. You know, life is like that. It's all linked. So what really got me going was this this proposed closure of the conservatory in. Uh, 2009. And that was shortly after the vision had taken over government and, and uh, had the majority on the park board. And, and I was just quite appalled because this was like a, this was pretty seminal as a kid seeing this thing and, 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 and enjoying it so much. I mean, we would take, uh, and, and of course my father had since passed away. So it was like, 
it was up to me to sort of, well, what can I do? So when it was going to be closed, I actually had a, and I called um, Mike McCardle on, on Global TV, and I had never done an interview before. I'd never been involved really politically. And uh, he said, oh, no, they'll, they'll never close it. That's just crazy. But he said, if they do, call me. And, and of course, they did. And uh, he called me. And um, that was the start, I think, of my uh, political career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, And we were successful. So it was, it was very um, uh, exciting. And it was also very gratifying to have the community come together and and you know, turn that around, which was supposed to have been, you know, everybody was saying it was a done deal, including my wife. <laughs> so uh, that was the start. And that, that, was the, that was the major catalyst. That's what really got me upset about the direction of the city. I think we have a case here of requited love. Now, I'm wondering, though, John, maybe your wife, but I'm sure there was someone who said, oh, no, John, don't run. <laughs> don't do that. And, and why would they tell you that? And why did you ignore them? Well, it was, it was just, it, it was really, it was, it was really my wife because, you know, Heather's a, is a private person and, and, um, you know, when you get into politics, it becomes more public, but it was like, well, okay, now that we've saved it, I have to run because I have to, I have to refurbish it. I have to put a new roof on it. I have to, you know, do something about it. And I, and I was also feeling there was sort of a, um, a lot of things that were falling through the cracks in the city where we weren't doing things as well as we used to. And there was, there was a lot of spin, but not a lot of real action. So um, I decided that I would, you know, I'd take the plunge and run for the run for park board. And, uh, of course um, it's, it's a big undertaking because it's a part-time job and, and, but people expect you to be available 24 hours a day. And I've been doing that now for 10 years. So it's been, it's been pretty enlightening. Well, did she feel the same thing about running for mayor, for God's sake? <laughs> Why did you ignore her? Well, I, I, I just, I, I recently retired from, uh, you know, I was running a, a, transport, a carbon neutral transportation company as president, and I recently retired. And I, I, I really wanted to, you know, make some positive change. I, I think we have a bright future in Vancouver, and I really believe that, um, you know, so many things that we've done well in the past and not just to look back, but looking forward. Um, I think we could have some really great infrastructure in public places. And as we're all living in smaller spaces, you know, we really need that great public spaces. Well, John, do you know, I'm sure you put forward ideas and policies and proposals, but is there one that just doesn't seem to generate the buzz that you think it should, that's been kind of overlooked, but really shouldn't be? Yeah, there's, there is one very particular, it's very close to my heart, and it's uh, Vancouver's dirty little secret. The fact that we have only 51% of our sewer system separated, and we continue to pour raw sewage into False Creek and the waters around Vancouver. And that, to me, is a huge embarrassment, and yet... It never gets talked about. So I brought forward a motion at the park board and it, it was a similar motion at city hall to try and fast track that. But what I'm hearing is actually, we're not even hitting the plan is to do 1% of the sewer system every year to separate it. And at the rate we're going, we're not even hitting that 1%. So we're, we're 50 years out. I want to say that 50 years out until we stop pouring sewage into false Creek. That to me is just gross. And we should be swimming in False Creek, you know. 
we've got a little beach here on <laughs> Habitat Island in front of the Olympic Village, and I see kids in there with their hands in the water all the time, and it's full of E. coli. Like, it's just terrible, you know? So want to be the greenest city? Let's be the cleanest city. Let's clean that up. That's what I want to do. Okay, John, we're going to be following you on this campaign, and we're going to see if you can get people excited about sewage. All right. Hey, John, thanks so much for your time. We'll be back again with three quick questions. Thanks for joining us for this episode of uh, Viewpoint Vancouver. Did you know that it's less than one year to the BC municipal election? We sure do, and we're looking forward to the fun times ahead, talking to the candidates and analyzing the policy and all kinds of good stuff like that. We want you to join us. You can subscribe, of course. Visit viewpointvancouver.ca. And oh, while you're there, you might want to check out our Patreon page. <laughs> cool merchandise is involved. And you know, you can help shape the region that you want to live in by helping us at Viewpoint Vancouver. Urbanism, insight, and evolution.